What's going on, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Fortis Worldwide. I'm your host, Nate Roboto, and today we have an awesome episode planned for you guys talking about a quote that I posted on our Instagram page, Facebook page, a few days ago. Um, and it goes like this, be so good, they can't ignore you. It's a quote by Steve Martin. Um, and I just want to kind of break that down a little bit and talk a little bit about what it means and how to be so good that they can't ignore you. Uh, before we get started, though, I want to give a quick shout out to the sponsor of the podcast, Trash Panda Tactical. Trash Panda Tactical always coming in with the coolest bullet pens available on the market. Um, Ricky is one of our members, and he also... Uh, makes these pretty cool bullet pens out of recycled 308 shells, goes and gets them powder coated. Uh, so he's got a bunch of cool different colors. Uh, matte black is my favorite. I think that's his best selling one. Um, definitely want to go pick yourself up one of these pens. Also, while you're on that website, check out the other things he offers. There's some cool dump trays I like that just for organizing my stuff at home. Um, as well as some other cool apparel and stickers, things like this that are perfect for you. All right, so be sure to head to trashfanatactical.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to their newsletter so that way you guys are right in the know. Um, whenever he's dropping new designs, new pens, stuff like this, you'll be the first to know and uh, make sure you don't miss out because, like I said, he'll sell out of these pens. So, you want to make sure once he drops them, you are on the website buying them and using our promo code to save yourself 10% at checkout. Make sure you guys enter in Fortis Worldwide at checkout. You're going to save 10% on your order. So let's go ahead and jump right into this episode today, you guys. Like I said, we're going to be talking about a quote by Steve Martin. Um, I heard this quote years ago and, uh, you know, I've been trying to do some quotes on every Monday just to kind of get people going for the week. And this one, I went, it kind of just came to me again this week. I'm like, oh, this is going to be perfect, great way uh, to start the week. And it's great because it's really kind of applicable to multiple things, like not just in the gym, uh, but also in your day-to-day life as well. Um, and, you know, the quote is, is by Steve Martin, and it goes, be so good, they can't ignore you. Super simple, nice little short sentence there. But um, if you really break that down, there's a lot of like important meaning behind that. And I think there's a lot of stuff, like I said, that can be helpful uh, for people both inside the gym training and outside the gym, um, you know, whether it be at home, at work, whatever. Um, that quote is just, you know, I think I just think there's a lot of truth behind it. So, you know, a lot of people, I think it's super common where you've, you find a lot of people that are just like, well, you know, I'm not getting uh, the progress that I want, or I'm not getting, uh, the, you know, promotion or raise or whatever that I want. And of course there's going to be outliers. So I'm not saying everyone that has that problem, but of course there's going to be outliers where, you know, maybe like there is literally just no way for you to move up in a, in the company or job that you're at. Fine. Not necessarily talking about that. Um, you know, if you have some sort of like physical ailment or something, and like you have to stop like working out and you're not making progress. Okay, again, not talking about that. But for the rest of you that don't fall into those two categories, which is probably all of you, um, you know, there is always something more you can be doing, not other people, you, um, to make yourself better and like this quote says, to be so good that like they have no choice but to look at you. Um, you know, I took this quote to heart when I was younger, I think, you know, I was always like, well, 
like I should just, you know, get this or I, I was very like, you know, well, at this job, like I should just get paid more. I should just, uh, I should just be able to do a muscle up at the gym. I should just be able to deadlift like four or five. And, you know, when I was younger, I just didn't realize like, you know, I haven't put in that kind of work and I'm not maybe like showing out as much as like these other people are at my, at my job. So like, do I really deserve the raise? Like, I don't know. Like, and because at the end of the day, a good business owner and a good coach, the same thing is going to see like the work that you're putting out, whether it be at work actually, or at the gym and like your results will come like they're like, whether it be in the form of like a raise again, going back to the work thing or like in the gym, uh, you know, getting stronger or getting leaner, whatever your goal may be, those results are coming period. Like it's going to happen if you're putting in that work and doing what you need to be doing, uh, to achieve those goals when you're not, then it kind of comes in like, well, like I'm doing everything I can. Well, like, are you like, you don't even want that to be a question. And I think that that is something that a lot of people leave up to question is like, you know, well, you know, I think I'm doing good enough. Like if you think you are, you're not. And then, you know, if you have to ask like, Oh, is this good enough? Nope, probably not. Like what I would recommend doing, and I'm going to, I feel like I'm going back and forth. So I'm going to go talk about work first, then I'm going to talk about the gym. So talking about this quote in reference to work, if you feel like, you know, you're not getting the proper compensation you deserve, or you're not getting the right hours or whatever, then in my opinion, you need to buck up and like this quote says, be so good that these people, their boss has no choice but to like look at you, to listen to what you're trying to say because you are like undeniably better than everyone else that you work with, then they're going to listen. You know what I mean? Like when you're like, oh, well, I'm not getting this promotion. I've been working here for, you know, 10 years and Joe Schmo came in and he's only been working here for five years. Well, maybe because Joe Schmo came in and wanted it more than you did. Uh, a example. So when I was at Orange Theory, I moved up that ladder pretty quick. Like I started out there as a trainer. And then in one year, I was helping them open a new studio in Elmhurst. And I was like a head trainer. There have been people, there have been trainers there that have trained way longer than me that did not get a head trainer position as quickly as I did. And there was like talk of like, well, you know, like he's just new, whatever. But like, this is the thing. I, I was only there for a year, but like I ate, sleep and breathed Orange Theory, right? Like when I worked for them, that was what I did. Like period. I sacrificed a good amount of time for that company to become the best Orange Theory trainer that I could be. And it showed and I was, you know, they rewarded me with that uh, head training position. And like I said, there were some people there who have been there way longer than me. And, but you know, they were just kind of like expecting, they're like, Oh yeah, I'm just waiting, like just waiting for that upgrade. Just waiting for this. Like, no, you know, go like be so good that these people like have to give you like there, there's just no option. Like when they go to choose, uh, you know, they're going to choose how they were going to promote or whatever. They're just like, yep, this is a clear choice. If you don't make that choice clear, then in my opinion, you haven't done enough for yourself to like even be considered. And that's the thing is that it's not always going to work. Sometimes you're going to, you know, do everything that you can do and be so you are so good that they can't ignore you. And they, you know, maybe call you up for a promotion or something like that. And maybe somebody else does the same thing you did, but they just do it better. And in that case, that is what it is. Like go back to the drawing board and be better than that. Like that's your next standard, you know, to beat if someone else gets that over you and then, okay, like that's fine. Go back and like, 
that's your new standard to chase for, and you're going to be chasing after that. But what you can't do is if you don't even like try, so if you're not even doing the best that you can do, then how can you sit there and be like, well, yeah, hopefully I get it. Like, no, yo, make it happen. Like good business owners and good CEOs of, you know, gigantic corporations, as I know some of you guys work for people like that, they're going to recognize talent and recognize the worth that you bring to their company. And they're going to make sure that you're taken care of. Um, and in the same sense, if you're not getting that recognition, take the first thing you need to do is look at yourself, not the boss, not the like, you know, people working around you, whatever. Like, are you doing the, you know, your job or your absolute best at your job? Um, and if you're not, then I think you need to bring that up. You know what I mean? Before you can be like, well, now, Nate, you know, I'm doing everything that I can do to be the best at my job and they're still ignoring me. Okay, fair enough. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe then it's time to take a look at some other things. But like, before you do that and before you are doing the absolute best, like, and by best, I mean, you are outworking and outperforming on paper everyone in your field. Not just like, you know... Like you're, you're just talking about yourself. Like you're like, Oh yeah, I I did really good today. If you did, let's say, you know, I'm working at a factory and we're supposed to build like the movie elf. We're supposed to be building Jack in the boxes. Right. And if I'm building these and I only build 10 and everybody next to me builds 30 and I'm like, yeah, but I built 10 and it's really great. Like, no, if the job is like build as many of these as possible with good quality and somebody sitting right next to me makes 30 and I make 10, like you are not good enough. Let's improve. Like, see, I don't know. Talk to the person next to you. I've done that so many times in jobs over the years. Like, Hey man, like, how are you doing this? Like so fast? Like, what am I doing wrong? More than likely people will share, like, like they're not going to, they want to, you know, bring you up too. like, they're not going to be like all stingy on info, whatever. Like I did that at my first personal training job. I don't know what I was doing. I was like, Hey Brian, like, you know, he was the top sales guy at that gym. So I like went over and kind of, like became friends with him and started learning from him. And that turned out great. Like we've had a awesome friendship over the years built from just me being like humble enough to like go over there and be like, Hey man, like, how do you, how are you doing this? Like how, cause like when you just start out, you don't know. And you know, I think asking questions, trying to figure it out rather than being like, well, I built these 10, like these 10 are really good. I mean, yeah, you built 10, but like the dude next to you and everybody else in the room just tripled what you did in the same time. So clearly we need to bring that performance up. And I think until you've done that and then started outperforming, everybody's making 30, you're making 35, then really like you can't sit there and expect to move up whether, you know, whether you're working at a, wherever you're working, it's the same principle. You know what I mean? Like, um, when I worked at a restaurant, the dude used to tell me, uh, the, the kitchen manager, his name was Elzar. He was a cool dude. Uh, he taught me how to work hard. And he, uh, he's like, he would have me clean the line. Like I worked at a, uh, like a, what's it called? Genghis grill. And it was, you go through this line and pick your ingredients and we cook it on a, on a flat top for you. And anyways, he'd have me clean the line. I remember like vividly, we were supposed to clean the glass that was protecting the, you know, from people if they like sneeze or something like that, so it wouldn't hit the food. And like, 
so many times I'd clean that thing and he's just like, he come over, there would be like a slight smudge or something like that. He's like, you already clean this? I'm like, yeah. He's like, nope, do it again. And I was just like, what? I'm like, dude, like at first I'm just like, what? Like, it's already clean. It's clean-ish. Like we're going to, we're going to, you know, make it messy and then have to clean it again. And he's just like, nope, do it again. And I was like, all right. And like, you know, I didn't know. Like, I was just like, this dude is the back of the house manager. So I'm just going to listen to him. So I clean it again. And so many times we make it like super, super clean. Just like you could see like just stupid clean. And, you know, at the time I was like, this is so dumb. I was like, why am I doing this? Like whatever. And later on now I can look back and I'm just like, I, very thankful for that dude that he was so like stringent because that taught me where it's like yo like yes this is clean however if we can get it to this next level clean where there's zero smudges and everything looks perfect not only are the customers going to notice they're going to be back for more but like your uh the bosses the owners are going to notice as well and just notice how clean the line is stuff like this people will notice and that's the thing is that you got to, that standard is pretty high. Not going to lie to you. Like it's, it's hard. It's not going to be easy. However, if you are willing to put in that extra work, I promise you, they will not just ignore you forever. It might take a while, but you will not be ignored. Um, and that's like I said, coming from personal experience, uh, being on the employee side and just being on, uh, the boss side, like owning my own business for this, um, so moving over, kind of spending a little bit of time talking about in the gym. Um, and, you know, it's just a little bit different than the workplace, but kind of the same, same principles apply. So when you're in the gym, you're training, training towards a goal. This applies for fit class, for powerlifting, for personal training, whatever. Uh, pick a goal, any goal, pick a training style, any training style, it doesn't matter. Uh, same principles apply. And that is when you're training for a goal and we'll just pick one out of the hat, like one of the most common ones is weight loss, right? So whether it be 10 pounds or you want to lose 50 pounds, that's one of the most common, uh, over the years that I've gotten from clients is weight loss. They want to lose some weight. So if weight loss is your goal and you're coming in the gym, let's just say three times a week, uh, you eat out every day, and you're going out and partying on the weekend, every weekend, Saturday and Sunday. And you're coming in, you know, you're like, oh, I'm coming in three times a week. And you're talking to me and you're like, yeah, you know, I'm coming in three times a week. I'm doing this. but I'm just not seeing the results. And, you know, my first question to you is going to be, all right, like, what are we eating? Like, what are we, what are we doing outside of the gym? Because at the end of the day, you guys, the gym is one hour of 24. <laughs> That's 23 hours that you have to do random shit and do things that are not maybe beneficial towards your weight loss goal. And again, any goal this applies to, I'm just using weight loss because it's the most common. You can choose building strength. You could choose getting leaner. You could choose getting more toned. You can choose improving your cardio. It doesn't matter. Same principles apply. And I would handle it the same way. Like I always start with asking about, uh, what you're doing outside of the gym. One, you can figure out, like, once you know, okay, like, outside of the gym is taken care of, I'm staying hydrated, I'm eating all my meals, stuff like this, then we can start looking at inside of the gym. But until then, we can't do that yet, right? So I always start off asking people, hey, like, what are we doing outside of the gym? 
And, you know, a lot of people, you'd be surprised. It's like, well, you know, I eat out every single day. I haven't drank water in like two weeks. I've gotten that one. Like, y'all need to be drinking water. That's why we did that in the challenge. Like, that is a easy, easy fix for a lot of different issues. Drink your water. All right. Uh, there's plenty of different information on how much water you should be drinking. You guys can figure that out for yourself. I have always gone with at least a gallon. Um, I think most people should be able to drink a gallon of water regardless of your body weight. Some people, maybe a, a gallon and a half, two gallons, but I would say a gallon is a good starting point. If you haven't tried drinking a gallon in a day, give it a whirl, see what happens. You're probably going to pee a lot, but you're going to be just fine. Um, from there, you know, like I said, just kind of adjust it as you need. If you feel like you need a little bit more water, drink a little bit more. If you feel like a gallon's too much, that's okay. Like dial it back a little bit. But the point is drink some water every day. That is a simple, easy thing. Everyone has access to water. And like, to be honest, there's some people in the world that don't have access to water. So don't take it for granted. Don't go buy your soda or energy drink or coffee. Like anytime I drink any of those things, I follow that up with the same or more uh, amount of water. And it's just like a, I don't know, it's just a thing that I do, but I would always make sure that you are drinking water. Um, so kind of got off track there a little bit, but bringing it back to, again, the weight loss goal is my example. So that's your example. We find out we're not really doing stuff outside of the gym. We're only coming to the gym three times a week. So I would argue you're not being so good that they can't ignore you. You know what I mean? You're not being undeniable so that when you go and talk with your trainer or whoever you're working with, they're not going to be like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I don't know. That's totally crazy. Like, no, there's a bunch of other things that you could be doing that you're not. And then you're expecting the results of other people. And that's the key is other people are doing that shit. Yo, there are tons of people. And this is in our gym, like that are taking care of their nutrition, taking care of their hydration, taking care of their training five, six days a week. They spend a day meal prepping on the weekends. Like, you, they are going to get better results than you, period. Like it doesn't even compare. And the problem, and like, you know, the thing is, is like, I feel like people, it's like, well, I'm also coming in six days a week or five days a week. Yeah. But then you're not doing any of the other stuff that all those other people are doing. So like, yeah, we see you in here. However, like when you get down to it, like you're not doing that other stuff that other people are doing. So you can't expect the same results. And that's the thing is that in the gym, you need to be doing everything you can be doing to, uh, achieve your goals. If you're not, then, you know, you got to be happy with what you got. You can't be expecting the results of someone else where, and that's the other thing, everybody's got, everybody's different. So, you know, you can't expect the results when you're bare minimum, not even doing the same amount of work that they're doing. And that's the thing is that, you know, if you are coming into the gym, going back to my example, three times a week, and someone else is coming into the gym three times a week, but someone else, you both got weight loss goals, somebody else is doing it, and it only takes them like three months, and you're like, well, how did that person do that that fast? Well, then you find out that person's been dialed in on their nutrition, hydration, sleep, everything outside of the gym is perfect. So then, like, all that's perfect, and then they just come in, and three hours is what's good for them for the week? Cool. Like, hell yeah, if that's your goal, you lose 20 pounds like that because you got everything else dialed in, hell yeah. Like, good for you. That's awesome. And for the people that are comparing themselves to you, which you shouldn't be doing anyways, you should be focusing on yourself. But if you are comparing yourself to other people, think about this. Like, 
Yes, they're coming in three times a week. Yes, you're coming in three times a week. But then the rest of the week, you are going out eating at wherever. You're drinking. You're doing whatever. And the other people are being extremely regimented and extremely consistent outside of the gym. They're going to have different results than you. That's just the cold, hard facts. Um, so, you know, kind of bringing it back, like really, you guys, when you are in the gym, do start doing everything you can do to make progress and move forward towards your goal. Then once you've been doing all that stuff for, I would say three weeks minimum to establish a good habit, establish a good little like ecosystem for your body. Then if stuff's still not working right, or you feel like you're not getting the results that you want to be getting, then I would go ahead and, you know, talk to your trainer, talk to whoever and be like, you know, I've done all this stuff, but I'm just still not seeing the results that I want. And then, you know what, there might be something that we need to change. There might be something, uh, that you need to, you know, bring up or bring down and we can go from there and kind of dial it in. But until you've done that, like bare minimum of like getting everything dialed in and doing the work that you can do outside of the gym, having that self-control, then I think you need to work on that first and work on being so good that like, You are doing everything. Be undeniable. Like I said, undeniable here where you are doing every single thing possible to make progress towards your goal. And then for whatever reason, and then this is the other like side of it. When you, when you go and do that, I think y'all will surprise yourself. And all of a sudden, all these things that seem so unattainable. Oh, look, I just did this. Or, oh, look, I've been stuck at this weight for a while and now I'm down 10 pounds. Like, cool. And you know, it seems like it's just happening Oh, all of a sudden, but no, you've, You've now changed your lifestyle. We've put three weeks in. That's good. That's 15 days of like good, positive changes. 15 work days. Um, I can do math. 21 actual days. Anyways, um, you've put in actual work. And once you put in that body of work, your, your body, unless, like I said, there's something going on or whatever, your body will respond in the manner that you want it to respond. Um, you know, and I think that's just important to remember is a lot of this stuff is not a guessing game. It's not a maybe like there are just straight facts. Like if you want to lose weight, there is a simple equation. It's called calories in calories out period. The end. Now there are of course other variables and it depends on the person, but realistically I'll tell you right now, and this is something that Dr. Mike Israel talks about all the time, which I like really like his stuff on renaissance periodization is his like uh nutrition book and he talks about the easiest diet or like the right diet for you is the one that you can uh maintain the one that you can stick to basically adherence that's the word so him and stan efforting always use uh adherence as you know if you can adhere to like a high carb low fat bodybuilder style diet great that's probably the one that's going to help you out if you can adhere strictly to a zone diet or a paleo type diet or a keto diet. Great. That's probably going to be the one that helps you lose weight. I think a lot of people get confused where they're like, Oh, well, like this diet works. This one didn't work for me. Eh, Like any deficit caloric deficit will work. Like that's just, again, unless you have something going on, like that will be like, it will work period. The thing that doesn't work sometimes is you. So sometimes, you know, if you're starting on, let's say a high carb, low fat diet, but you really, really like 
your fatty foods, and now we're having a cheat day, and now we're two days into our cheat day, and now we're on day three, and now we're done dieting, right? Versus maybe trying to select something like keto, if that's something that is like going to help you out, then you try that out, you might be able to be a little bit more consistent. And I think people need to make sure that you're trying to find, search out what works best for you. What works good for you might not work good for the other person. Um, but yeah, uh, so going to go ahead and kind of wrap it up here. Uh, hopefully you guys found that episode to be a little bit helpful and motivating. And I'm just going to leave you with that quote. You guys be so good that they can't ignore you. That's a quote by Steve Martin and, you know, be undeniable. That's just an even like two word, even a little bit simpler iteration of the same thing. Be undeniable. All right. And I think you all are going to just enjoy the fruits of like being undeniable. There's just some awesome perks and it's going to be mentally rewarding. It's going to be physically rewarding. It's going to be a good time. So get out there, be undeniable. I will see you guys next week for another episode of Fortis Worldwide. Peace. Peace.